1: being a chef
2: means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card
1: right this way
2: it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpresscom slash with amex
3: i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast, podcast. See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before,
2: you're going to love season nine.
3: Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura
2: Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered? On the action for every single one of them, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code Fire. To sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Fire. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply.
1: The volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason
0: McIntyre.
4: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire, for Tuesday, September 12th. And if you know anything about me, and you've never listened to this podcast before, but you see me on TV, and like you're like, oh, that's a Jets guy, this is the podcast for you, because the New York Jets mixed The ugly losing Aaron Rodgers on the fourth play of the game to what appears to be an Achilles injury, season over, maybe career over. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then Zach Wilson has to go in the game, and you're like, wow, they got no chance. And then Josh Allen turns into a pumpkin, suffers four turnovers, is. Awful, uncharacteristically bad. And then the Jets went on a walk-off punt return from a rookie in overtime, setting off bedlam in MetLife and also the McIntyre household. I made my family kind of watch the end with me. And I don't think they've seen a punt return touchdown because, you know, usually it's like, oh, it's time to punt. Um, everybody will go get like a, a snack or get pet the dog. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's loose, the rookie. And, and it's just it was absolute chaos. Just a wild night all around for the Jets. They steal one. Yes, they stole one, down 13-3 to the Bills, and they come back and win. And I know that everybody's excited for the Jets. That will wear off. You know, you will wake up, and by lunch on Tuesday, you're, okay. So, no Aaron Wilson. You got Zach Wilson. Y'all are dead. And, and, and that's how it will turn. So, we'll just enjoy the moment briefly. Um Thank you, Josh Allen, for being, you know, very bad. And Josh Allen has regressed, you guys. All the Josh Allen defenders, and there's a lot of y'all out there. He has regressed badly the last two years. He sorely misses Brian Dable. We'll get to that. But I think we have to start with um, the melancholy Aaron Rodgers news because let's be real. um, Aaron Rodgers' hype was out of control. He's on hard knocks. Aaron Rodgers is a leader. He's a changed man. He comes over from Green Bay. The vibes are great. And on, I think it was the second play, might have been the third, Rodgers has to scramble because Mikai Becton doesn't get a good block. The first read is taken away and Rodgers throws it out of bounds. You're like, geez, is this what it's going to be like? Rodgers running for his life. And then on the fourth play, Dwayne Brown can't get the block. And next thing you know, Rodgers is wrapped up and you see him go down and he's a little slow to get up. He stands up. You can see him wincing. He looks at the sideline and sits down instantly. And... I have a doctor buddy who I play hoops with. He's on the great Foxes. We've won a couple titles. He's been with me twice when two guys have popped their Achilles and he does like, you know, he's a doctor ER doc. He does that Achilles test on the guy. And like, obviously he's not going to say, but you know, he knows if you fail the test, then it's the Achilles. And in, I mean, he, I didn't even text him. He texts me. This is bad news. Um, MRI clean is actually really bad news because that means it's his Achilles or it's a soft tissue injury. They put him in the boot, and all signs indicate that Aaron Rodgers' season is over. Robert Salah after the game, said Zach Wilson will be QB1 going forward. Um, I know that's going to pour cold water on all the Tom Brady folks out there. Uh, social media, Tom Brady coming out of retirement to QB the Jets. I'm like, <laughs> Rodgers lasted four plays behind that wretched offensive line. And you're telling me Tom Brady's coming out of retirement? He's dating some new model, and he's going to come out of retirement to take hits behind this offensive line? No, stop, people. And then I'm hearing all this, oh, Jameis Winston. Jay, you guys could go get Jameis Winston. What about Cooper Rush? Just, just stop. It's going to be Zach Wilson. If anybody, I think they'll lean on Joe Flacco, who they had last year, and knows the system. Maybe Chris Streveler. Um, they mentioned the third-string quarterback. I don't even know who he is. I don't really care because let's be realistic. Seven and ten last year. With Zach Wilson, they decide they need to press the upgrade button and add Aaron Rodgers, and now everybody's like 10-11 wins. And if you bet the Jets win total, you are feeling like dog crap this morning because I'm sorry, guys. I got to see it from Zach Wilson to believe it. And let's just remember how the Jets stole this win. They needed a Josh Allen butt fumble type fumble in his own end right after the Jets' Garrett Wilson touchdown. Right, And it's funny, Mark Sanchez had a tweet about this, but if you look, Allen drops the the snap. He's so rattled that he runs into Dawson Knox, who was pulling on the play, and uh, a Jets defender, I think it might have been Jefferson, was right there and kind of slammed into Knox and Allen, it was a car crash, and Jets recover. So they had like a 25-yard drive. And then the game winner is scored on a punt return by a rookie. So it's not like the offense is okay. Kiro Wilson had a spectacular catch that if you replay that a hundred times, maybe he comes out with that five times. Maybe that was an unbelievable catch. He had the catch of the season and that's what it took the jets to get the end zone folks. Like uh, uh, I listened. Yeah. I was all aboard the Zach uh, Wilson train when he came out of BYU. I heard the nickname, the Mormon Mahomes and I drove that bad boy into the ground. I was all aboard the Zach Wilson train and let's be real. Um, you know, he had more success uh, with his mom's friends than he did as quarterback of the Jets. And I know that's a low blow, and Rob might want to um, uh, delete that from the pod. You know, it could be litigious. Zach Wilson wasn't good. And I don't know if through osmosis, being around Aaron Rodgers for a training camp, a couple of preseason games, if through osmosis, just proximity to Aaron Rodgers, maybe Zach Wilson's going to become a better quarterback. I don't know. I didn't see it. Did you see the pick? That interception he threw was awful. Dalvin Cook's right there. Drop drop it off to the, to, to the check down. What are you doing trying to force it and make a play? The Jets got lucky. And I can say that now because they got the win. They're 1-0. The Bills and the Patriots tied in the basement. Ha, ha, ha. It's one game, guys. It's one game. Okay? But the reality is, I wonder if Aaron Rodgers will shut it down and just decide, I'm going to call it a career. Because if you remember, ahead of going into the darkness retreat, the the most famous darkness retreat in the history of darkness retreats. Rogers says, I was like close to retirement before I went in. And then I came out with some clarity. I want to start over a new beginning. And he was a changed man. And well, I don't know, maybe, you know, Rogers is kind of a quirky guy, you know, a little different. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is of the belief that this is a sign. And that's going to be a wrap for him. You know, I'm going to slide this in. Green Bay Packer fans right now, not thrilled. Remember, Rodgers has to play 65% of snaps for their pick to transfer from a second to a first. So the, if he's out for the season, which are all indications, the Packers will only get that second-round pick for Rodgers. They did get a pick swap last year, which cost the Jets a tackle. Not great. And it would suck, obviously, for the Jets to get, um, what, uh, basically uh, four plays of Aaron Rodgers done for the season. And I think he'll call it a career. I Really? You think Aaron Rodgers is going to want to put in the work in the offseason and and, and come back next year at 41 off an Achilles? Uh, Is there any precedent for that? Like, I think uh, somebody texted me Vinny Testaverdi had a late season, uh, late career Achilles. Dan Marino had one in his his 30s. But again, like Kevin Durant had one in his early 30s. He's come back. Basketball is totally different. I'm not feeling great about Aaron Rodgers coming back. And then the jokes become, well, Aaron Rodgers played four snaps. He's one of the top five quarterbacks in the history of Jets football. Uh, I don't know. We can, we can laugh about that. Um, I don't know. And now that I'm thinking about it and talking through it, I had the euphoria of the victory in 1-0 and and the joy. I didn't even mention 10 minutes in the podcast. I didn't even mention how awesome Brees Hall was. Holy cow. He's electrifying. Um, I have him in my auction league, and I didn't even play him. By the way, we did go 5-0 and in fantasy, my son and I. Uh, Just an outstanding effort in week one. Gave out Jets and the under. Jets plus two in the under 46. Never in doubt. Rob G. texts me after the punt return. Rob, listen, man. It was a glorious night, and now things are setting in. Reality is hitting. I'm trying to think of a comparison. Is this like, you know, graduation night where... The euphoria of oh, I just graduated college, you're partying and you're seeing all your buds, and then guess what? The next day you got to bounce out of town and you got to fly to Topeka, Kansas for an internship. Not that I had to, um, and that's a wrap. College is over. Let, let's get to the real world. Let's move on to reality. It's just it's a little depressing to think about Rogers lasting four snaps and his season being over.
5: Absolutely, and it's not just just depressing for Jets fans such as yourself. It's depressing for football fans across America. Not just because we're losing a great player, and Aaron Rodgers is one of the best to ever do it, but because I believe the New York Jets are going to be in prime time like seven times before Christmas Eve. Whatever. It's something ridiculous, and it's going to be bad football. I mean, as great as that game was last night, the finish was phenomenal. I mean, the script writers got it right this time for once in the NFL season. But it's going to be a lot of unfortunate, you know, Zach Wilson and bad interceptions. That Garrett Wilson touchdown was one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. And it was only that way because Zach Wilson threw such a horrible pass that he had to reach up with his left hand to prevent an interception and slap it back to his right hand for the catch. I mean, it's going to be bad all around. Fortunately for Jets fans, and football fans, it's going to be bad going forward. What really bothers me though about this whole situation as an objective football, I'm a Raiders fan, I'm not a Jets fan, you're a Jets fan, I'm a Raiders fan, is that we all saw this coming. Maybe not the Achilles, but we no, all no, yeah. saw the Aaron Rodgers injury or Aaron Rodgers getting hurt at some point in this season because we all knew that the offensive line was going to be terrible. On Hard Knocks, it was Ralph Chronicle, that joint practice with Carolina, how bad it was. And, you know, Robert saw the lights into him and it's all on camera. People don't even know because that was such a big moment and, you know, everyone watches Hard Knocks. They had another joint practice about a week later against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And one of their reporters when I was tweeting out a live tweet during 11-11 drills. All he says is, quote, yeesh, the first-team offense can't do anything. Aaron Rodgers running from his life almost every play. Rodgers sacked four times in seven plays during one stretch, six times in 10 plays total. Like, we all saw this coming. The offensive line was always going to be a problem. And it's indicative In his, what, four snaps as a member of the New York Jets, the Jetropolitans, Rodgers takes three dropbacks, one play penalized. He's pressured three times. He's hit twice. He's sacked once. And the sack ultimately being what sends him out, you know, what could be an early retirement. This sucks. I feel bad for you on a personal level because I know how much the Jets mean to you.
4: I'll be fine. It's just one of these situations.
5: It's just one of these situations that, you know, because it, it yeah. everybody yeah, because loses everybody loses everybody Rob, loses right? agree? everybody everybody loses in this situation. You can't and, and flex gl- the Jets. You can't
4: flex them and the Cowboys out of the four twenty five spot this Sunday. You can't. And then Kansas City, Zach Wilson versus Patrick Mahomes. A couple like Week Four is like Monday Night Football. And then I think the next week the Jets are on Sunday Night Football against like the Eagles. They're everywhere, and it's going to be a heavy dose of Zach Wilson. Unless Rob, there is a quarterback out there that you think could be had.
0: Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
1: You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin
7: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: This is super-duper hypothetical. We would need a capologist in here to um, to break this down if this is even possible. I don't know. I'm spitballing. You know, Jets just lost Aaron Rodgers for the year. Um, so the Minnesota Vikings lost their opener to Tampa. Minnesota goes to Philly this week on Thursday Night Football. They are big underdogs. I think a touchdown, maybe seven and a half. We even saw the stories. I think the Athletic had a big one right before the season about Kirk Cousins doesn't know his future in Minnesota. He knows this could be it. Um, Minnesota might lose Kirk Cousins. I don't know if he has a no trade. Again, this is just spitball and go ahead and rip me to shreds if this is not even possible. But Rob, what if the Vikings start 0-2 and the Jets get dismembered by the Cowboys and the Vikings say, hey, we're going to be losing Kirk Cousins at the end of the season? He's gone. We he he's not staying. We don't. We want to part ways with him. Any interest in Kirk Cousins? And I'm sure they're going to ask for something of value in return. The Jets are going to want to say probably not. Why would we want to rent Kirk Cousins for a year? He's limited. I don't. Even, Kirk Cousins anywhere. Depending who you talk to, between like the eighth and the 18th best quarterback in the league. I'm higher on him than most. I think. Uh, I think he's a good quarterback. I don't know how he would fare in Met Life with the wins. and you know he plays in a dome now. Um I, I, I just don't know how he's going to do an outdoor. Obviously he, you know, craps himself in prime time uh, historically. So that might be bad for the Jets, but I don't know. I say the name Kirk cousins. What does that do for you?
5: I'd be super excited if I'm a Jets fan. Okay. You know, I think that even at this stage in his career, we talked about this in the off podcast. You can make a legitimate argument that Kirk cousins right now is better than Aaron Rodgers. You know, like Aaron Rodgers last season was really, really bad. He wasn't Russell Wilson bad, but he was terrible. And, um, you know, Kirk Cousins may not be an elite quarterback, but you can absolutely win with him. And at this stage in his career, he's healthier. You know, he's more durable than what Rodgers has been. You know, I didn't bring this up now. He's dealing with a torn Achilles. It's kind of screwed up to say, but, you know, absolutely. The problem, though, is that I believe the Packers just gave, or excuse me, the Jets just gave Aaron Rodgers a massive contract extension. So I don't know if they'd be willing to be on the hook for another high price quarterback.
4: Well, Maybe there's like an injury exception or retirement. I don't, I don't know. There's gotta be, this is just a fluky thing. Like how many times is like, even when Brady's in his forties, he never had anything like this. You know, it's really depressing, man. When you really think about it. And again, like I'm not one of these weirdo fans who's like painting his face and like yelling at other teams. I, I, that, that's not my thing. Um, I am a sports fan. Obviously I like in the NBA, love me some Steph Curry. I like rooting for the Lakers. I like the Knicks, but like the NBA is different. You know this, Rob, you like, you like even players that are not on your team and you root for them. NFL, there's like fantasy gambling, but you know, to go way back, I was born in New York, raised in Northern Virginia. And everywhere I went in like fourth grade, it was like Washington Redskins. They're the best at the time. It was the Redskins. And I was like, I don't follow crowds, bro. Uh, Fourth grade Jason thinking he's hot shit. Um, I'm not going to, I'm from New York, man. Meanwhile, I lived in New York for like 10 months at the beginning of my life. Maybe, maybe, maybe 11. Um, I like like the Jets. You know, I like the color. They had this guy, Al Toon, who was just awesome. Ken O'Brien, and by awesome, I mean good. Uh, Wesley Walker, they rarely played on TV, but we would go to New York for holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, to see relatives, and the Jets were always on, and they were putting up a lot of points, and it was like, oh, this team's fun and exciting. Now the Giants were the winning team, I just didn't want to back them, and so the Jets are who I've rooted for, and it's weird. It's like I can—I've said this before—I consider myself an underdog. You know, I mean, how many, how many? You turn on TV and and look how many brown non-former athletes are talking about sports. It's like. Oh, there, there's not many. I, I'm an underdog. I don't know how the hell I pulled this off, but here I am. Um, and, and it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I like being in that spot where it's like, not me against the world, but there aren't a lot of Jets fans out there, especially out here in L.A. You know, a couple of my buddies were like, hey, is there a Jets bar you're going to go to? I was like, I, I have no freaking clue. I'm just watching it at home. And then, of course, four plays in, I'm just just a puddle of anger. and just like, this blows. Um but let's get back to the positive, Rob. I'm veering a little negative <laughs> down a dark road. Sorry. Um, let's go back real quick. Do we even talk about Josh Allen? Um, you know, basically, we have to talk about Josh urinating down his leg throughout the game. I mean, second half. I have the I have the drive chart here. Oh my gosh! Wait a minute. Should I should I read this text? No, this is uh, this can't be real. Um, Okay, I'm going to just interrupt the pod. I just got a text. I, I was looking at my phone to look up my I- info. So, when Deion Dawkins of the Bills was on the herd, you know, Cowherd, of course, is like, oh, this guy's a Jets guy. Deion Dawkins is like, oh, let's make a bet about uh, the, the the season opener. I, I, if um, if the Bills win, you got to wear this Bills jersey. But then that was it. He didn't do it. He didn't have to do anything if the Jets won. And then he just, you know, kind of walked off. So I just got a text about the Deion Dawkins bet from someone at FS1. I was like, oh, that's a bet I won. So I don't know. Maybe Deion Dawkins will be wearing Jets gear tomorrow. Who knows? At any rate, uh, let's go go back to this Jets defensive performance against Josh Allen because the second-half drive chart for Josh Allen, interception, punt, interception, fumble, and then he drives for the field goal to force overtime. And then in overtime, they go three and out, and it wasn't pretty. Listen. Josh Allen now 0-5 in his career in overtime. He has 37 turnovers in his last 19 games. The Jets sacked him five times. The Jets held Josh Allen, mighty Josh Allen, MVP favorite heading into last season, 4.6 yards per play. Jets had nine quarterback hits, eight tackles for loss, five sacks, okay? There was a lot of people, even a couple who came on this pod, I'm not going to call them out by name, say, well, the Jets' defense last year was super healthy. It's got to be tough to duplicate. Guys. Game one, they come out and serve notice that Josh Allen, you know, we kind of bottled you up last year. We're going to do the same this year. And the big difference is last year the Jets did not turn create a lot of turnovers. Four, all of them were on Josh Allen. Two YOLO throws down the field that were really bad. And then one, he didn't read uh, Whitehead, who made an awesome play. And then the fumble was all on Josh Allen. And, you know, I, I'm not going to be that dude who's like, hey, Josh Allen's got some personal stuff. But it all came out over the summer that, you know, he had this longtime girlfriend. I'm talking like five, six years. And he breaks up with her and he starts dating this actress. And it's like, oh, Josh Allen's going a little Hollywood. And I know a lot of people will be like, that doesn't matter, Jason. That's irrelevant. I don't think you guys get it. Um, That stuff 100,000% matters. I made a flippant comment on The Herd a couple weeks back about Daniel Jones. I was like, how do you think that Daniel Jones contract went over in the locker room? I wonder if that went to his head a lot. They paid him before anyone else, and he got a lot of money. Is his work ethic the same? Is Daniel Jones still first guy in, last guy out, grinding away on tape, or is he like, oh, <laughs> you know, I just made another $500,000 in the last hour. I think I'm going to go out to dinner. I'm going take it off early. I got, I got a new side piece. Like, I don't know, but that's just natural behavior for some guys, and I'm not bagging on Josh Allen. I'm not being critical. He can do whatever he wants and date whoever he wants. But going through something like that is not easy, okay? And not that I've gone through it. I do know some friends who've been through stuff like that. I'm not going to get into it. But it's like, it's tough when your personal life is kind of high profile. Rob, you've seen this a lot uh, with NBA, NFL players. Like, when you're going through some of that stuff and you're on the spotlight, TMZ's following you around and they start digging around and asking, you know, it's like people are seeing who's who unfollowed you and who uh, you're not following anymore. Like, that stuff's weird. Travis Kelsey recently went through some stuff. Um, I don't know what all is going to come out, but like, you know, then all of a sudden in the preseason, Travis Kelsey's punching teammates and you're like, what the hell's going on with this guy? I'm just, uh, it's realistic for people's personal lives to creep into their work lives. And I'm not saying he threw three interceptions and fumble because he broke up with his girlfriend, uh, his longtime girlfriend, and now he's dating some celebrity. Like, I'm not saying that's the reason, but Rob, you know what I'm getting at, right? Because I'm sure someone will clip this off and bash me and that's fine, I don't care. But the reality is, if the focus isn't there and there are distractions and you've got a lot of other stuff going on, and maybe your friend circle and all that starting to splinter, like that does impact your your game. And I'm just telling you guys, real talk, Josh Allen has not been the same quarterback, A, since Brian Dayball left, and B within the last uh, you know, I guess it would be sixteen months. And that's undeniable, Rob. You you've seen the numbers. He's not the same guy he was uh when he took the Chiefs to 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 that incredible overtime game in the in the AFC playoffs.
1: TireRack.com the way tire buying should be.
7: apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
5: all of this stuff it's it, it all kind of works together i know you don't want to admit it because we all think of players as like superman and, and you know they are numbers to us basically fantasy football gambling we view them as, as objects yeah. instead of people and the reality is a lot of things that go on off the field or in, even in the case whether it's your girlfriend or your personal life even off the field with teammates I mean, we've talked about it on the pod that this situation with Stephon Diggs is not nothing. No matter how much they try to say that it is, and Stephon Diggs putting out tweets and stuff like that, you don't have situations like what happened with him and uh, Coach McDermott on the, the first day of camp and have it just be like, oh, that was just a misunderstanding. Like, no, your coach says that you were very concerned about where he is and what's going on with him. The, the on the field, on the sideline in the last playoff game against Cincinnati, you see Stephon Diggs, you know, gesturing very aggressively towards Josh Allen. I know they looked good last night. You know, they had a Nice little powwow there in the middle of the fourth quarter, but all of this stuff is 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 important. Something's more important than others, but it all kind of goes together. And I think the biggest thing though that you touched on is the loss of Brian Dable because we, you and I talked in the offseason podcast, and I mentioned that I thought that Josh Allen, as great as he is, is kind of Brett Farvian in that he'll make two or three amazing all you can do is kind of take a bow type throws and it'll follow it up with one where it's like, what are you doing? Like YOLO. Let me just throw it out there. Stefan digs out there somewhere and bad things happen. And last night's game was a microcosm of all of that. Okay. ESPN next gen stats says that when Josh Allen threw underneath, he was 27 of 32 for 195 and a touchdown, anything under 15 yards. So you're like, Hey, you're carving them up. You're, you're and dunking, but you're doing a lot of good things. As soon as you press the issue, which he didn't have to because he's completing it like an 80% clip, hmm. anything over 15 yards, two for seven for 41 and three picks. E. Like, why? What, what, what's going through your mind that you feel like you need to make something like that happen? And here's the other one. This one was, was shocking to me when I saw the stat because, to me, what I saw on TV didn't match these numbers, but the numbers are accurate. Shout out to Warren Sharp, friend of the show. Josh Allen was only pressured on 26% of his dropbacks last night, which would be the 10th lowest of any quarterback in week one so far. Wow. Despite that, he took nine hits, which is the third most. He was sacked five times, which is the fifth most. And he was sacked at a total of 11% of his dropbacks, which means even though they weren't really pressuring him, the Josh Allen experience lends itself to chaos. It lends him to running into sacks. It lends him to forcing the ball in downfield. It lends him to him taking his eyes. You know, if you Troy even pointed it out a lot. He'd be looking downfield. He would sense any kind of pressure. He would drop his eyes and start moving forward. So he would almost run into the contact. Josh Allen, and I hate to make this like a big hot take. It's only week one. They can win the next 15 games, and, and I always feel this way. I don't believe that the Buffalo Bills will ever win big, and by win big, I mean a Super Bowl with Josh Allen as their quarterback because of the roller coaster ride that he's going to take you on. Hmm. Brian Dable was able to rein that in and it culminated into this fantastic game against Kansas City in the playoffs. But outside of that season, this is who Josh Allen is. Josh Allen is going to wow you and he's going to disappoint you. And I don't think in today's NFL, in 2023, you can win a Super Bowl with that level of inconsistency at quarterback.
4: That's... That's a pretty—I mean, listen, that's a strong take. Uh, It's funny. I just looked at the numbers. You're right. One explosive play for the Bills. That's it. They were playing in a a phone booth. They had one 20-yard play. Explosive plays over 20 yards. One to Gabe Davis. That's it. Brees Hall had two by himself, okay? By the way, Brees Hall has some massive juice coming off the ACL. Dude, in space, that guy's nasty. He—I mean— if you, had, if you were in a coma and you had never seen Brees Hall or Dalvin Cook, you're in a coma for 10 years, you wake up. It was the first game you watched. Easily, Brees Hall looked better than Dalvin Cook. It's not even close. Dalvin Cook looks good. Brees Hall is explosive. Um, that guy, he, he's got major uh, major speed. I, I love Brees Hall. Uh, I'm going through my notes. The other thing uh, you said earlier, Rob, this was great. Like Dwayne Brown and Makai Becton, we knew that was the problem coming in. So what did the Bills do on the first series against Rodgers? They crowded the wide receivers, jammed them at the line of scrimmage. It looked like they had a quick read on the one pass where Rodgers ended up getting the Achilles hurt. And they took it away. He went to his second read. That was taken away. And Dwayne Brown can't hold up blocking that long. And next thing you know, Rodgers is like, oh, my gosh, what the F? And he's bottled up, and, and, and it, the leg planted, and it was ugly. Um, we, we knew the offensive line was going to be an issue, it, I just I wonder how Dwayne Brown is feeling. Like, listen, it's not his fault that Aaron Rodgers popped his Achilles. If, if that was going to happen, it was going to happen. But when you look at the play, the play before it was Becton, and on the next play, it's it's Brown, and it's like, oh my gosh, was Rodgers going to hold up all season anyway? And then and then the other thing is like this idea that he's going to come back from an Achilles. Okay, maybe, but we'll see. Um, is he going to want to come back unless there's like a legit offensive line in place? Like you can't go into next season with uh, a thirty-eight-year-old Dwayne Brown. I think he's thirty-seven now. And Becton, we'll see if he even holds up for this whole season. And it's not like left tackles grow on trees, uh, but the Jets certainly have to invest one in a left tackle unless they're thinking maybe we get a quarterback. Is Rogers going to retire? Like, listen, there's the everything's in play for the Jets next season. I don't know how it's going to end up. Um, Rob, do you think Josh Allen opens a can on your Raiders this week in revenge? Maybe they'll pressure him because um, that offensive line was shaky. And I think, like, my guess is Allen was bringing his eyes down because Johnson and Quinton Williams and company were caving that line in. Just every possession, um, he drops back in the pocket, and it's like, holy cow, he's under duress. And, and he, he didn't want to get hit, and he's that's why the eyes were dropping. But can the Raiders do that to this Buffalo defense offensive line?
5: Probably not because, you know, outside of Max Crosby, they don't really have any established pass rushers. I and mean, we don't know what's going on with Chandler Jones. He may or may not even be on the roster at that point, you know, by week two. Um, like, I don't want to look ahead to that because I think that this Aaron Rodgers thing is still there's so many layers to unpack because we don't even mention the fact now because, you know, we're still digesting this whole situation. He took a 30 plus million dollar pay cut willingly this season. Can you imagine how he must be, I know he probably doesn't care because he has so much money, but can you imagine yourself taking a, I think what would be equivalent, like a, a 30% haircut on your salary <laughs> because you thought that it would make the herd have better numbers. And then you find out that you get fired like on week one. Oof. Like that that's yeah. basically what Aaron Rodgers is going through. And, and one of the reports that came out during that whole situation was, he was taken to Pekka with the intention of them using that money to get other players. One guy they mentioned specifically as a means they could trade and absorb his salary was a left tackle named David Bakhtiari, Bakhtiari from, from the Green Bay, Bay yeah. Packers. So, you know, it's the one of these sliding doors moments. He, he has all this money. He takes less because he knows they need help. And instead, they use that money on a running back. Dalvin Cook's a great player, but... I don't think they needed. I think even you said like, say they didn't need another running back. Everyone knew they needed offensive line help. And lo and behold, the thing that ultimately does them in four snaps new his, you know, Jets career is the offensive line.
4: Uh, I'm looking on. This website that I go to for the Jets Cowboys line, it looks like nothing yet. I guess they're waiting for a confirmation that Rogers is out. But I do see DraftKings hanging a Dallas seven and a half. Now, DraftKings is a sponsor on the pod. They are legitimately giving you free money. Rob, you are you running to Bet Cowboys seven and a half. Um, Jets the shot. I mean, they'll have to put in an entire new game plan this week. Um, and it's gonna have to be for Zach Wilson. Uh not a lot of time to prepare for what is an unbelievable pass rush that nearly killed Daniel Jones. Um, is there a case the Jets could compete at plus seven and a half? Now, I guess their defense could keep them in it. Uh, I do need a word on Sauce Gardner, who um, didn't have a great game, didn't get roasted. He got beat like four times by Diggs. I- I'll have to wait for the pro football focus breakdown. I think like Sauce Gardner was locking up last year, like allowing like one catch, two catches, maybe a game. But I know. Diggs to your point earlier about Diggs like having beef. First play of the game, Josh Allen slanted to Diggs and he started jawing right at Sauce Gardner. Completed pass. Sauce didn't have uh, listen. Other guys stepped up. Sauce wasn't amazing, but that's good. You'll have to be next week against uh, C.D. Lamb. But uh, seven and a half. Rob, would you? Would you? Who you got there? It's a little early.
5: Oh, I got the Cowboys. Like if you thought, I mean, Buffalo's defense is is good, but you know their pass rush isn't anywhere near what Dallas can bring.
4: <laughs> I need to keep a tight end.
5: Or I two? Mean, I, are you are you counting on four more turnovers? Basically, is what you're saying. From the
4: well, I will say. Listen, I didn't think the Dallas offense was anything great. Did you?
5: Neither, neither did I. But four turnovers is four turnovers. In, if uh, if Josh Allen just doesn't turn the ball over, they win this game like thirteen to three.
4: Yes, that, even if he has one turnover, it's probably thirteen. It? Right. Uh, I I did fire on a couple week two games. I'll just give them out for the for the hardcore listeners. Cincinnati by three. Over the Ravens. I think it'll go to three and a half. The Ravens injuries. We'll get into them this week. They're bad. They lost a lot of guys. Uh, 49ers. A juiced seven. It's now eight against the Rams. I know some people are like, wait a minute, Rams. I got some numbers I'll give you later this week on Shanahan against McVay. Straight up and against the spread. It's I mean, Shanahan owns them. And then under 41 in Browns Steelers. Steelers had some bad injury news. There could be a weather element to this game. Those are the only three bets I have so far for week two. Um, Rob, week one is in the books. You know, you, you usually do well in fantasy and hype the hell out of your team, but I haven't heard any fantasy chatter out of you. Is that a sign?
5: No, I just don't want to brag about being the guy who uh, started Tyreek Hill to come back for the big W. <laughs> well, I also so, started Kadarius Tony over Brandon Ayuk, so that I had to kind oh. of claw my way back. But
4: Wait, you have Ayuk you know, and Tyreek Hill on the same team? I
5: do. Oh, geez shout out yeah, to matthew Barry who said hey take brandon Ayuk at his draft value versus debo samuel so I, I passed on debo samuel in his range i think i picked up tj hawkinson around there and then so picked you Ayuk so. a few rounds i did win of course i did
4: only one
5: <laughs> Kidding only me. one league this year only one yeah i dropped out of a few just because it, it was it was Dude, getting expensive say. it was oh. getting expensive i don't i don't make jason mcintyre money. i listen i don't i don't either
2: <laughs> uh, all
5: right well
4: uh we'll be back tomorrow man i don't know I, I think all the excitement from the win will be will be dulled by uh, certainly by wednesday um reality will set in we got we got we got to go face Micah parsons and and, uh, and trayvon diggs Whew. zach wilson baby Hey, uh, Rob, we we got Nathaniel Hackett and Zach Wilson. What could go wrong? (laughs) We'll end on that note. See you tomorrow.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.